Hello, Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, Johnny. Hello, Chris. This is Chris. Hi. How are you, Chris? I'm wonderful. How are you guys? We're good. very good, thanks. Uh, thanks for uh, taking time off while well, the Ellen Show, Saturday Night Live, Today Show. Thank you for speaking to us. <laughs> to call into our little program here. Appreciate Now, do you guys have fond memories of San Diego? Because I remember those early Coldplay days. Oh, well, we loved coming there, man. Last time we came, we went to the zoo and had a great concert, so it was a double whammy. Early, the early years of Coldplay, um, we were doing this Christmas show at the time called Frosty the Showman, where I would dress up as Frosty the Snowman. Oh. I do remember that. That was me and Chris. You actually donned my frosty head during a performance of Yellow. That was a highlight of my career. Well, that was one of the highlights of my career. <laughs> it was a mutual highlight. <laughs> uh, well, I can't tell you how great it is to be talking to you guys. And the new record, Milo Ziloto. Let's start. What exactly does Milo Ziloto mean? Well, it's kind of a blank canvas, and it's supposed to sort of mean whatever you want it to mean. We, we, we wanted to have a title that didn't have any other uh, association a bit like when we came up with our band name Coldplay okay it was just yeah. like we wanted a fresh start a fresh start yes and we also like the sort of it sounds a bit musical because of the xylo part and we liked all the o's in it and we liked painting it and it just it just stuck we tried a lot of other titles but none of them none of them would win over the, over that and why the uh, desire for, if you will, a fresh start? Uh, last record, obviously incredibly successful, 2008's Viva La Vida. Uh, was it time, did you feel like a need to reinvent within the band? Yes. Really? Yes, I think I think we, uh, we well, speaking for myself, I, I felt like uh, Will and Guy and Johnny were all getting really, really good at uh, coming up with new sounds and playing in new ways and it just felt like we had a lot to say, so we, you know, it felt like a like a new lease of life. Working with Brian Eno again, what was the experience like? It's hard to describe, really. He's he's such an extraordinary person. He's he's um, he comes in and gives us these does these crazy things, makes crazy sounds, and uh, and then and then leaves again, leaves you to make sense of sense of what's been happening. Right. But he's he just gives us. He's just a great inspiration, you know, to be to be as free as we want to be to do anything. He really, he and a guy called Marcus Drabs really saved our band in a sense because we were getting a bit trapped by feeling like we had to sound a certain way or feeling, you know, intimidated by the people that didn't like us and all that kind of thing. And those guys really came in and said, you know, don't overthink anything. You just in, just enjoy being in a band and make whatever noise you like. It doesn't have to conform to any genre or any you know expectation and first and foremost you have to enjoy playing together and so that's what we've been trying to do now this record uh, comes out tuesday but word is it's already leaked on the internet is that true because truthfully i really don't know and haven't heard anything other than what we're playing here on the radio station um, i believe it is true yes it is true it's leaked, is it? yes yes how, how do you feel about that as an artist um well it's kind of inevitable now i think I yeah think right I'm grateful that it's I'll take until only just a week before it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so, these days especially. Now, how would you describe the tone of the record? Is it more, I understand, more stripped down? Uh, no. 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 <laughs> there's, some, there's some songs, it's, it's quite schizophrenic. It goes quite loud and over the top and then very understated and very quiet. And uh, it's really tied together by the, the idea of trying to turn negative situations into positive situations and see the good in the world it's supposed to 
optimistic album and dare I say it, joy, joyful is, is the word we were using. And that's a tone we need this day and age, that's for sure, goes without well, saying. we did. Yeah. yeah, me as well. Now, the track Paradise, I'll tell you, and I said this the first time I even played it on the radio, as an old school, as I mentioned, dating back to, what, late 90s, early 2000s here in San Diego, Coldplay fan. To me, Paradise, one of the best songs you guys have written in decades. Seriously. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. It is flipping brilliant. Oh, thanks, man. That's, that means a lot. It moves me. Can you tell us a little bit more about that track in particular? Yes, I can. It was November 2009, and I got a phone call from someone saying, do you want to write a song for this person? I can't say who it was because, A, they're not well-known, and, B, it was to do with something else. And I said, yeah, I'd love to. And uh, that day I had an idea for calling a song Paradise and repeating the para, para, para. And so it was just one of those songs that came out in, like, three minutes. And then I took it to Johnny, and he started putting his... Uh, bits on it, and then we we wrote it very very fast, and then it took two and a half years to record. <laughs> <laughs> we thought, oh, we can have this out by Christmas, and, it, <laughs> and that was three years ago. But as, as soon as Chris played it to me, I I, I thought, there's no way we're giving this away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Other tracks on the record that stand out to you guys obviously comes out here Monday, Tuesday here in the states. Well, I'm not to be cliche, but they all do. Any anything that an album at this point has to really fight hard for its place because we we have a lot of songs that don't make it and um so they they're all supposed to balance each other out they're not necessarily all catchy or all all the same thing but you know the the ones that are important for us in terms of getting us to different stages are a song called Charlie Brown and a song called Up in Flames, which were kind of the beginning and the end of the writing process. Any uh, plans on coming to San Diego anytime soon for the band because obviously we would love to see you. Well, we'd, we're kind of... If we tour, then we'll definitely Well, yeah, come. definitely. We love San Diego, so, uh, yeah. But we, we kind of haven't decided quite yet whether to tour or not. And there's rumors also circulating about a Coachella appearance. Is that uh, just no, a rumor? not true. Not true. Gotcha. Well, we would love to obviously get you here in San Diego, and thank you for taking time to come on the radio station with us here. Good. Thank you. And are uh, you still surfing, Chris, by the way? I'm trying. I'm still <laughs> terrible, but I love it. <laughs> Me too. Thank you so Thank much, you. Chris. All the best. Bye.